Hi everyone, this is Saud Masood and welcome to episode number four of the Saud Masood podcast, where we share, learn and grow together. Today I'd like to share my thoughts on how to prioritize our lives so we can get the most out of them. I've also written an article on this and it's available on my website at saudmasood.com and on medium.com titled Building Your Life in the C Quadrant. I know it's a fancy title, but I'm sure you're going to enjoy the article and, and you're going to find this episode helpful. Look, if it's all about our quality of life, then how do we get a better quality of life? In my opinion, it's what we focus on today in thought and in action, and that too in repeated action. So whatever we focus on today will help us create a future tomorrow. If we focus on something positive, we get a positive future. We get focused on something negative, we most likely get a negative future. Will Durant wrote in the story of philosophy that we are what we repeatedly do. Excellence, then, is not an act but a habit. Excellence is not an act but a habit. I 100% agree with that perspective. Think of it when you were a child, or let's say you have a child. In the classroom, your child gets this star chart, right? This is a very powerful habit forming, uh, the fantastic productivity tool. And what this star chart was about was columns of all the weekdays, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then rows of all the tasks, of all the habits that we were supposed to create. And what were these habits? These were all good habits. And these habits were like, turn in your classwork on time, be polite, help the teacher, help others, be clean, you know, have a clean uniform, you cut your hair and your nails and all of this stuff. These are all good habits that we would get rewarded for on a daily basis if we showed up, did things on time, did it the right way, were nice to everybody else in class, and we would get a star every single day. It was fun. It was motivational. It was powerful because the tasks that were expected of us, the responsibilities that were expected of the child were very clear. They were understood both by the teacher and the child. The rewards were tangible. You get a star. And if you get enough stars, you get a treat at the end, whether it's a toy or a, or a candy for that matter. And most importantly, rewards were achievable. You weren't looking at a situation where kids felt like they were stretching so far out to get these stars that they would give up hope. Habits are formed when you do something on repeat and you have a sense of achievability. It's within your reach. It challenges you, but not to the extent that it's going to potentially break your habit habit rhythm, right? So that's why I say the star chart served an amazing purpose. And we, need, we should think about it as adults on how to incorporate positive habits in our lives today, which can help us create a better life in our future. And it can improve our quality of life. When I ask most adults, I say, how much time do you focus on positive or productive activities during the day. What I found was that most of us, whether it is professionals or students, are wasting on average about five to eight hours daily. So about five hours wastage by professionals and about eight hours by students. That's a lot. That's almost 200 hours a, week, a month and about 2,000 hours a year. Think about it. It takes about 10,000 hours to master a skill. You want to be the best 
you know, piano player or the best tennis player or the best economist or what have you, whatever skill that you need to master, it takes about 10,000 hours to get there. So if you're wasting 2,000 hours every year, in five years, we're giving up the chance to master a new skill that can fundamentally change the trajectory of our life. But we never think about it. We're literally just throwing our time away and it's, and it's horrible. I think it's, it's painful. And then there's some people that I talk to who say, okay, you know, we, we get it. We get it. We, we, we can't afford to waste. This is too big of a price. Uh, time is of value, but how do I prioritize? How do I get the right stuff in my life during the 24 hours that I have? What to focus on, what not to focus on? And I think that's a very fair question. It makes a lot of sense. It is very hard for many of us to know the difference between what is important and what is urgent. And this is very well covered by this productivity tool, a time management tool called the Eisenhower Matrix. It's in my article. It's also, you can just Google it. You can just learn more about it. But basically, this matrix is how to think about urgent versus important tasks in your life and how to allocate your time towards the things that are important, that matter most. And I'll talk a little bit about this matrix uh, in, in a few minutes. But the reason why I say focus on what's, what matters most, what is most important is because your life doesn't need you to focus on every single thing out there. See, the Pareto's principle, Pareto's principle is the 80-20 principle. What it says is that 80% of the outcomes in your life are driven by 20% of your actions. In simple words, majority of your success or majority of your failure is driven by a small minority of your actions. And this is great news because if you fix those small minority of your actions, you can potentially change your life. So focus on the things that really, really matter. If it's Let's say I was talking to somebody the other day who was talking about how uh, this young man suffers from lack of confidence. And when I asked him, he's basically what it boiled down to is there was about three or four people in his life that were the real source of negative energy in his life. So it's not everybody. It's just a handful of people that were causing him so much pain. So I guided him accordingly on how to manage them. And, and I've done a podcast on that as well and written articles on this as well. But the point I'm trying to make is, if something is negative in your life, it's not because everything is negative in your life. It's because of a few things or a few characters or a few players or actors in your life that could be causing that. And if you look at people who are very successful, they too dedicate their success to a handful of things that they do really well. Not everything, but a handful of things. So for instance, I met this industrialist who as a sporting goods manufacturing facility. And they've been extremely successful for, for, for many, many decades, and they export all over the world. And I asked him, what was his reason behind his success? And he said, look, I just focus on the quality of the product. That is my number one focus. My product could be late, could be delayed, um, could be pricey, could be less competitive price-wise. But end of the day, it's my quality. So my quality drives my success, my volumes, and it's really helped me over a longer period of time. So instead of worrying about 10 different financial metrics, he only focused on one operational metric, which was quality. So think about it. Apply the 80-20 rule to your life. Not everything in your life is important. 
as you might think initially. Okay, now let's think about the Eisenhower, Eisenhower matrix that I mentioned earlier. It's better if you read the article, it's visually, it's really much more clear, but let me just kind of walk you through it. The Eisenhower matrix is spread over two axes. The vertical axis is the important axis, which, which takes you from the not important at the bottom to the important at the top. And the horizontal axis is the urgent axis, which takes you from the not urgent from the left to the urgent at the right. Now you have to think in terms of quadrants. So four sections split over these two axes. The top right corner is the A quadrant. That's where all the important and the urgent tasks sit. The top left is the C quadrant, which is where all the important but not urgent tasks sit. So as you can imagine, the top two quadrants, A and C, are ones that have all the important tasks. This is where 80% of your time should be spent. Okay, this is where I want you to live your life primarily. And within that, you need to focus on the C quadrant more than anything else. Now, let me be clear. The A quadrant is where everything is urgent and important. That needs to be priority number one. But not, it's not something that's going to happen every single day. What's likely to happen every single day is the activities in the C quadrant. This is why C quadrant is priority number two. But don't be fooled by the fact that it's priority number two so it has less importance. It is critical for your long-term success because in the C quadrant, in my opinion, is where you make your habits. And then these habits make you, as the saying goes, right? So think of the C quadrant as where you schedule good, positive, constructive habits into your daily life, whether it is exercising, reading a book, networking, just opening your mind, you know, focusing on your craft, whatever it is, you need to schedule it in. So you don't waste away your day and not knowing where those five to eight hours went. Talking about those five to eight hours, most of those five to eight hours sit in quadrant D, which is the bottom left. The bottom left is neither urgent nor important. And this is where a lot of the Netflix binging and the YouTube binging and the social media, this is where a lot of especially my students that I've, I've surveyed, they spend anywhere between 30 to 35% of their daily hours, waking hours, on uh, these not urgent and not important tasks. They're spending a huge chunk of their time in quadrant D, where they should not be spending any more than 10%. So they're spending close to 35%, which is, which is a lot. It's three and a half times more than they should be. And then finally, quadrant B which is full of, full of tasks that are urgent, but they're not important. And by that, what I mean is, if your subordinate or your junior or your personal assistant or somebody else can sub in for you, whether it is mailing something out, whether it is attending a meeting that where you're not required, if your time is, more, uh, is better spent elsewhere, then spend your time elsewhere, which could likely be in A or C quadrants. But if it is mailing out a letter, have it delegated to somebody else, your personal assistant, your junior, whoever it may be. This is where a lot of the things that need to be taken care of need to be given to others to handle. 
Um, you could even deal with emails. A lot of people outsource their email management, their outreach management in terms of they're trying to market their products. They can't sit on the, t on the, on the desk in the computer all day writing emails. So they will say they will hire somebody to do the same task for, for a lot cheaper. So you can outsource, you can delegate a lot of your tasks in the B quadrant to others. So when you, when you think about it, my suggestion to you is to, to spend about 20% of your time in the A quadrant, 60% of your time in the C quadrant. A and C combined is about 80% of your total time. And then 10% each in B and D quadrants. B and D quadrants are the quadrants where the tasks are not important, right? They could be urgent, as in the B quadrant, but it still is not important. You personally need to be involved in A and C quadrants. You do not need to be involved in B and D quadrants. Okay, so think, think in, in those terms. Now, what are the things that you should be incorporating, especially when I say in quadrant A and C? A, a lot of the things that could happen to you could be, uh, could be unexpected, right? God forbid, could be a family emergency, or it could be uh, an urgent meeting that just came out of nowhere and you have to be there. You cannot send your junior, you have to be there. That's, that happens all the time. But if you schedule... And you can do this exercise on your own. You can see how much time is scheduled on a daily basis. Most of the you know, professionals I've polled, they're scheduled only eight hours daily, which means they know they work from nine to five, and that's it. And that's all they know about their schedule. Sometimes they go to the gym, sometimes they don't, but it's not really scheduled, or they don't follow the schedule very well. Students, on the other hand, are on average spending about six hours of scheduled time in terms of going to classes. This is why those five to eight hours of wastage that is happening daily is so common. We're not scheduling in the things that are going to make us. We're not scheduling in, in, in the gym routines and the book reading and the networking and things of that nature. So look at your schedule. Add these things into your daily routines, these micro routines. Pepper them all throughout the week and try to focus on only the important stuff and whatever else is out there either you outsource as in quadrant b or you put it off indefinitely or even get it out of your life as in the stuff that's in quadrant d focus on c and a quadrants and primarily c because c for the large for large part is expected in c you can schedule in your classes and your work and your like i said in your, in your gym and, and all these other things and hopefully with those daily tasks similar to the star chart you're able to build a rhythm to your life that is adding value to your life that is making your life progress in the right direction a lot of life is about overcoming inertia and when you have these small habits these achievable habits you you get very far so on that the last thing i would suggest is any habit that you want to make start with the 15 minute rule if you want to exercise, only exercise for 15 minutes in the first week. Every day, every other day, do 15 minutes. Same thing with book reading. Don't, don't start reading two hours, three hours daily or exercising three, four hours daily. Start with 15 minutes. The star chart tells us something very important. When kids find certain tasks achievable, doable, repeatable, they'll keep doing it and they'll keep achieving it. And that's where the success comes in. You do not want to challenge your willpower because willpower really doesn't work in my opinion it's all about discipline discipline succeeds when you prioritize your life accordingly and you do things that are achievable repeatable priority number one is quadrant a 
because you know that could turn into a crisis but priority number two is quadrant C priority number three is quadrant B priority number four is quadrant D hopefully this helps you think things through I would suggest you read the article once again it lays out the simple steps where you can create your own Eisenhower matrix you can look at how much time you're spending in important versus unimportant tasks and uh, you can also look at the recommendations that I've made in terms of how to navigate your way into a more productive and fulfilling life. So with that, I'm going to wrap this episode up. Hope this helped. I thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode. And I look forward to connecting with you in the next episode. Thank you and take care. Bye-bye.